I am Planta on the line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. One of the big hits in Vancouver this year from March on, when it uh, opened through now, has been the Imagine Van Gogh Immersive Exhibition at the Convention Centre. It's still going on, running until the 15th of October. Then, on Wednesday the 27th of October, Imagine Picasso opens. Annabelle Monger, one of the creators who joins me now, reflects on the success of Van Gogh and previews what to expect with the Picasso exhibition. She'll uh, talk about what of Picasso's work will be showcased and how it will be projected, not just on walls or on the floor, but the 3D structures that are based on works that Picasso created for his children. Visit imagine-picasso.com for tickets, which are on sale now, Annabelle Monger with Julian Barron created both exhibitions, and with architect Rudy Ricciotti and curator Andrula Michael created Imagine Picasso. Ms. Monger joined me from Lyon, France, last Friday. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online program Annabelle Monger. Uh, Ms. Monger, good morning. Good morning. I guess it's good evening where you are in Lyon, is that right? Yes, right. Yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I appreciate you taking the time. Were you able to see the exhibit, uh, the Imagine Van Gogh exhibit, when it was here in Vancouver? No, right now, no. But I hope, perhaps, I will see it. You know, in a few weeks, when I will go to Vancouver to prepare Picasso. Mm. Well, that's great. Yeah, it, it was. It was a big success here. I I, I can't uh, remember how many people had come up to me and, and tell me. Uh, or I'd hear from people, uh, you know, I on th- social media, but just, just just how much they enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's three three hundred thousand uh, people who came to see the show, which is in fact yes, a great success, and I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, imagine Picasso. It uh, debuted in um, Quebec this past spring. That was a, a great success too, as I recall reading in the in the in the media. Yeah, of course, and I was very happy, you know, because. It was the second time uh, this show um, was 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 uh, was prepared because the first time it was in Lyon, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm living. But it was um, a, a venue which was not as high to support, you know, all the the this projected world we have, and and we have, and 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 I was I'm very very happy uh, because in Quebec and in Vancouver you will have another another version, you know. Every time it's a different show, mm. and that's what I like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is it about Picasso's work in particular that you enjoy? Oh, you know, I, I love every period of Picasso. I love, of course, the blue period, the pink period, uh-huh. <clears throat> but, of course, I like it. Uh, what, what I like in Picasso, you know, is, is how he's working. The, the, he's, he's, he, he's working, in fact, so quickly, you know, he is coming from a period to another period, and how fast he can do things. And, and in fact, um, what we don't know is how he's thinking about it before, but how fast he can do it when he just finished thinking. Yeah. And that was just beautiful to show that. Yeah, in that, this, in this that, that's a fascinating thing about his work is that his appeal is wide. That that you, you know you can be a, a long time art connoisseur, for example. Um, or you could be a child or, or someone who's never seen a Picasso and find his work just fascinating. Yes, of course. And in fact, I, I'm sure that children will love, love this exhibition, you know, because um, I don't know how you will appreciate it in, uh, in Vancouver, but, uh, you know, in, in France, uh, 
people people think that uh, Picasso is a genius. And mm. when you're in front of a painting of a genius, um, if it's a figurative paint painting, you can say that, okay, I understand, that's an Arlequin, uh, that's a woman, you know, she's on a chair or something like that. Sure. But when you go to the painting, when you go to the Cabis period, for example, most of the time when you see the paintings, there's no really figure as the classic figures. And, uh, and of course, sometimes you, you don't really know what you're seeing. And most of the time people say, okay, I don't understand, but it's a genius, yeah. it's normal. And I'm sure that the children will help the parents, you know, to understand that, no, you don't have to see the genius. You don't have to think that's a genius. You see what you want to see, mm. what your eyes want to see. And that's the most important for me. And, and, and it's um, probably a, a better experience seeing the work up close, as, as one will do when, when they go to Imagine Picasso, right? Yes, right, you know. It, it, in fact, it was not really the same thing as Van Gogh. For Van Gogh, it was really important, you know, because to see the brush shots, which are so violent, mm. sometimes so straight, and when you take a bit of distance with the paintings, you can see it's curved and soft. With Picasso, it's different. But in fact, people don't know his work in detail. So it's important to show how he was working, how he was using um, his brush strokes, in uh-huh. fact, which are so different. And, and, and I think, you know, for me it was really important because the, the, the way he's painting is, uh, he's not doing twice the same thing, you know? Yeah. Every time it's an experience. And, and that was really important to show it in detail, to see the experience. And, and the new thing, uh, unlike the Van Gogh exhibit, um, Imagine Picasso will have 3D objects, is that right? And, and th- there's a connection here, they're not just mere, mere objects, it's a, uh, uh, Mr. Ricciotti uh, uh, created, um, but they're based on yeah. Picasso's work itself, right? Yes, right. It, uh, when when we when I start working uh, with Julien Baron, because I'm co-directing the mm-hmm. exhibition with Julien Baron, um, it was very important to think that it's not going to 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 be the same as a Van Gogh, you know. Most of the time when you see most of the exhibition, the, the people had the scenography with these high walls, you know, oh. and they do the same thing uh, every time. For me, that's not possible, <laughs> you know, because, in fact, you have to answer this question. Why this painter has to be in an immersive way? And for Picasso, it's Andrew Michael, who's um, the artistic director of this exhibition, and which is one of the most uh, important uh, art historian uh, of Picasso's work, mm-hmm. uh, who helped me. You know, she really uh, helped me to, to understand many things and to answer this question. And in fact, when Picasso was alive, and uh, people were asking him, "How do you want us to?" Um, to, to, to show the paintings uh, to, to, to everybody, to the people. And he said, badly. <laughs> and for me, this answer was just absolutely fantastic. Because showing badly a painting, what does this mean? And in fact, when you're projecting, when you're using uh, the immersive way of uh, showing a painting, you have no gravity. Mm. The gravity do not exist. And that was really important for me, because it means that when you're talking about a painter who, yes, of course, had a classic painting like, like the pink period, like the, like the blue period, but also has so many other creative hearts, um, like Elysium, of course, and like so many others, you can do something with this painting. And in an immersive way, 
you can turn the painting upside down. Mm. And for me, it was important to do that, you know, because it helps the people understand that, of course, you're in front of a genius, but you can have access to this painter. And you can see something nobody has seen before. Yeah. So the, the 3D objects themselves, I don't know how to describe them. Um, I read somewhere that they're, they're almost like origami um, that, that he created. Is that right? Uh, I won't say it's organic. It's, uh, um, they look like a bit uh, like pyramids. I see. Okay, yeah. And, and they are creating angles that do not exist in a painting. But those angles help you really going through the painting. And mm. that was the most important for me because, in fact, when you have a painting in a classic museum, the wall are straight just in front of you, but you don't have any angles. You don't have uh, those, those pieces of models which are just going right in your face. And that was very important for me. In fact, it gave you also another way of... Um, of showing many paintings, because in this exhibition, what was important to is to show a lot of paintings, because mm. this painter paints so many things for so many years. So it, it was important to create a dialogue, you know. In fact, when if you've seen Imagine Van Gogh, it was the same thing. Um, we, there is always a way to create a dialogue between the, the, the paintings of a painter. But for Picasso, we had to double this impression. Yeah. And, and in, for that, it was really important to have the wall, the high wall, you know, uh -huh. you know and, and also those models in the middle of the room. It creates um, a journey, in fact, but a real one, you know. It's a traveling. You are going to, to walk through those models. Right. And, and audio, um, the music used, um, th that's an important part of the experience. Uh, what kind of music might we hear at, at Imagine Picasso? You will hear a bit of classic music, of course. Uh, you know, probably if you've seen uh, Van Gogh, that I love a lot, Eric Satie. So uh -huh. <laughs> you will still have a lot, a bit of Eric Satie. But for Picasso, it was different. We had to 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 to, to look at some uh, Spanish musician. We had to create a lot of music. In fact, in this exhibition, there is a lot of creation. I'm working, you know, with my own musician in front, mm -hmm. and we, we I think we did a good job, you know. Just, it's always the same thing, to help the people to have feeling in front of um, those paintings. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, you created um, both exhibitions before the pandemic, and a lot has changed since uh, Imagine Picasso debuted in Lyon in, in 2019. Um, but at the same time, because of the pandemic, you mentioned off the top, 300,000 people saw the Van Gogh exhibit here in Vancouver. Um, it, it seems like it's such a perfect way for us to get back together again or, or to, to get back into a, a venue other than our own house. Yes, you're right. In fact, it's probably uh, the, 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 we, the way people want to come back, you know, mm. in a certain way in, 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 a, in a society. Uh, when you are in an immersive exhibition, it is a kind of communion, you know, because uh, it's, it's not a silent place. You're not in a classic museum. You don't have to be silent. You, don't, you yeah. can move, you can jump, you can dance if you want. You are with other people looking at the same things. And there is a, a communion between, of course, the painter, but also with other people, you know. You can, you can look at them. You can laugh with them. And, um, and that's really important. And in fact, yeah, the, 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 the immersive room in itself is so big, 
that yeah. we can receive people that hopefully. Yeah, um, Van Gogh has has uh, will have left Vancouver and will go elsewhere. Um, and then I, I would assume that Picasso, once it once it's finished its run here in Vancouver, will go elsewhere um, to, to other cities. H- how do you choose which cities it goes to? I mean, I, I'm assuming that it wouldn't go to a London or Paris or a, or a New York where one can see a, a, a Van Gogh or a Picasso. Or, 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 or do you think it can go to a place like that, say? No, I think it can go. You know, it has to go. And in fact, it should have gone <laughs> there if there was no pandemic. The, 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 this COVID-19 changed mm. many things, you know, and changed every plan we have. Um, the only thing you have to notice with um, uh, with our Imagine uh, exhibition, we probably don't have with the other immersive exhibitions, that I really want to have huge place mm. with all those paintings. Yeah. Uh, you, we, we don't need uh, just uh, 15 or 20 video projectors. No, you have minimum 50 video projectors, and for Picasso, it's more than 80. Wow. So that's a lot. And and I really want to to immerse the people um, in those kind of experiences, which are of in fact different, you know, from the other one. And that's why I I really insist with my producers, and they understand, of course, what we want with Julien to to go into those uh, giant. Mm. And and um, you know, I, I was going to ask you how you choose wh- what Picasso works to, to, to feature in the exhibit. Um, I mean, there's just so much to work from. I mean, was that was that a tough job for you and to, you and your collaborators to, to pick what works of Picasso to use? Say, it, it was really a tough work. Yes, it was really a tough work. I, I made the first part of this work with uh, Andrew Lamichel. You know, the, the artist artist, she helped me a lot um, to see which painting we, we need to choose in every period. But I, I, to, to, to resume it, I, w- I would just have to say that it's the impossible retrospective, you know, coming mm. through. Because you can't have, at the same time, um, Guernica, which is in Madrid, um, with uh, Les Demoiselles d'Avignon, which are in New York, mm-hmm. with all the great paintings we have in the pa- uh, Picasso Museum in Paris, and you have also the paintings from the Picasso Museum in Barcelona. So you have paintings, for example, Le Restaurant, the restaurant which is in Tokyo. You have all the paintings all together, so it's really the impossible retrospective come true. We didn't care where was the painting. The thing was to find... Uh, in, in the, the, the image banks, you know, mm-hmm. to find all those paintings and in HD, of course, with the right color, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you, Annabelle, um, you're a creative person. What is it like when you, when you immerse yourself in the work of, of, a, of an artist like Picasso? Um, I would assume that you, you come out of the experience a lot more creative yourself. Is that safe to say that... that um, <laughs> You're inspired, say? Yes, of course. But, you know, it's a long story for me because um, like when I'm in an immersive place, it's like being at home, in fact, because my grandparents um, were renting uh, cinemas mm-hmm. in, in France, and I spent my, my entire childhood in my grandparents' cinemas uh, going um, in front and behind... Um, the, 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 the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. screen. So, um, and I was playing behind it, you know, uh, with the little toys of my father. 
what we call the dinky toys, you know, they're just little soldiers. And I was just putting all the soldiers uh, just behind the screen of the cinema while the, the film, the movie was on. So I, I always been, in fact, in, in the kind of, in front of those uh, giant screens. And uh, when I discovered Cathedral d'Image in, in 2000, um, it was just normal for me. You know, most of the people in front of Cathedral d'Image, where I come from, when I learn uh, my job, uh, are just wow, you know, in front of this image. I was just okay. It's like it's like I'm at home, <laughs> and and my <laughs> for me it was not a problem. And I'm always, in fact, when I'm working, you know, of course it's a lot. Of course you have to 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 read a lot, mm-hmm. to to do so many things, to discover the painter you want to to defend and to to of course uh, discuss with many people. Uh, who helped you because when you're a director, you don't, um, in fact, you're not doing everything. You have to uh, choose the people you want to work with. You know, the choice of Rudy Vichotti, which is one of the greatest uh, architects in France, the choice of Andrew Lamiquet, even, of course, the choice of the painter you want to defend, like Picasso, like Van Gogh, yeah. or Monet, I'm working on. Oh. And, and you can't do it alone, in fact. And that's really important to know how to create uh, this fantastic team, you know. For yeah. me, it's, uh, it's just a fantastic team. And to create, to, 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 um, yeah, to create a dialogue between all those people is very important. And in fact, it's the most important. But of course, and you know, when we had the, the success of Van uh, um, Gogh uh, in Vancouver, I was, first of all, I was just thinking um, the first day I just put myself in front of a white painting, okay, what I would like to say about Van Gogh. Mm. Uh, I still remember. I still remember this hour. (laughs) It was an early morning. Um, The the thing that that, um, I have to admire the most about you and your work is that um, for so many people, especially young people, children, um, you're introducing them you're introducing them to, to, to this work for the first time. You know, they'll get dragged there by their parents um, because mm-hmm. it's something in town, it's something to see. Um, but, um, you know, just the power of art. Um, if a kid sees this and, and thinks, you know, I could do this one day. I mean, it's such a valuable experience, isn't it? Yeah, and it's very important. For me, it's the most important. You know, I create really my first, this one goes, my first really um, huge immersive experience with Van Gogh and I was a mother, <laughs> a uh-huh. one year mother at this time and I was just thinking about it, you know, because I, I was seeing many children in classic museums yeah. and they were just not really looking at the paintings <laughs> which were on the wall because yeah. there were too little to see the painting and I was just thinking, okay, once I will show all those great paintings but uh, more than then you can walk on them, and mm. that's, that's why it was so important to to put uh, those paintings also on the floor, you know, and yeah. you can walk on it. And for me, it was really, really important. And, and in fact, you're right; you can create your own thing when you're in this exhibition, mm-hmm. because when you're dancing, when you're just um, just you know feeling the paintings, uh, helps you thinking that you can do it yourself. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned you're working on Monet now, is that right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's very important to me, too. You know, uh, in, in fact, every time I'm doing a show, I need to find 
um, of course, I need this just great team around me, uh-huh. but I also need to find a way to personalize those paintings. Mm. And uh, I did it with Van Gogh. You know, that's why I chose the last two years of Van Gogh because Cathedral Image, where I was working, was just between Arles and Saint-Rémy. And I really wanted to show to everybody coming to Cathedral Image how Van Gogh was seeing this place, was seeing the south of France and the Provence. When I made Picasso, it was also something very personal, because if you go to the exhibition, you will hear that the first music of the exhibition um, is our French uh, little, what we call Coutin, which are uh-huh. uh, songs for children, you know? Yeah. And those those songs are things from my children. It's Eleanor and Constance, my two daughters who are singing those, uh, those songs. And of course, there is also um, uh, a technical... Um, way of singing them, and, and the, the choice of those songs are not, uh, um, how can I say, it, it's not a, uh, my personal choice. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's after discuss, this discussion I had with Andrula, who explained to me that when Picasso was receiving his children in his art studio, he was singing those songs with his children. Mm. So we don't have any testimony of that, but I just thought, okay, I can, I can do something with that. You know, I can say to my daughter, Please sing the songs for me, yeah. and I will register you, and I will put it in the in the exhibition. And it was really important, you know, because of course they they love doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, and they're young, so they're, it was just spontaneous for them to sing the songs. They know by heart, of course, because it's all French uh, children who know those songs. Yeah. And 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 in fact, it was a way for me to enter also in a personal way in this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very important. Yeah. And for Monet, for mm-hmm. Monet, it's the same thing. Uh, because I, I was born in Normandy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was born near to Le Havre, uh, where he was during his... Uh, ah. When he left Paris, he yeah. went to, to Le Havre. So he painted all those fantastic beaches. Mm. I know by heart, you know. Yeah. All those landscapes, those Norman landscapes, I, I know by heart. And, and for me, also um, very important to bring Monet um, to to this North America because you know when Monet um, started and <laughs> during a very long time uh, was painting in France he was not uh, recognized nobody wanted his work yeah. and he really started uh, being known when he arrived in North America right. so it's another way you know for me to to defend his work and uh, and it's very important. Well, we'll look forward to that. But uh, in the meantime, we'll, we'll uh, get our tickets now for Imagine Picasso. Uh, Annabelle, I've so enjoyed yeah. speaking with you. Congratulations on all your work, and, and good night. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the time you spent with me. Have a nice day. <laughs> I will have a nice evening. You will have a nice day. Bye-bye. In- the website for more is at imagine-picasso.com, the exhibit uh, Imagine Picasso begins Wednesday, the 27th of October, 2021. Annabelle Monger, join me on the line from Lyon, France, in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plato.